Hello, boys and girls. Welcome to the Cool Kids Lunch Table Podcast with PJ and Mike. Now, please find yourself a seat at their table. Hey, guys. I'm Mike. I'm PJ. And today, we're going to be talking about our favorite 90s summer blockbusters. It's our summer kickoff episode. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, these are basically words about uh, movies that came out uh, during the summer of of the 90s. So, So, basically, kind of the months of May to, to August. Um, and like some of these are just are huge ones. Of course, you know, I know for my list that I'm gonna or maybe maybe the uh, ones that don't get enough um, spotlight. You know, right, obviously right. we know the T, you know, Terminator Two and Jurassic Park and you know Independence Day. Those are great films. But um, I want to kind of my no my list is gonna be a little bit different from those. And my list is probably just the ones I remember the biggest. So you'll see some of those, but you're gonna hear some other ones also that I have on here. So. There's going to be a whole lot of movies being discussed. Yeah. But some of these movies on my list are movies that we've talked about, dedicated episodes to already. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, they're, they're, you might hear some familiar conversation from movies that we've already seen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But PJ, I want to ask you, because we always do our favorite uh, childhood memories. Um, do, can you remember what summer movie you remember seeing in theaters when you were a kid? I can. The summer of 1994. Oh. Was uh, and I believe it was in June. It came out, uh, an animated classic. Oh, okay. Um, and I call it a summer blockbuster because of how huge it oh, is. Probably what? Yeah, yeah. I'm trying. The to Lion what... King. Oh, I was gonna say Aladdin for some reason. Yes, the Lion oh, King. Dude. Huge, 100%. huge, huge movie. 100%. Yeah. Um, what a cast! You know, you had like a James Earl Jones, Jeremy right. Irons, um, Jonathan Taylor Thomas was in that. Um, just a huge cast. Timon and Pumbaa. Timon was uh, Nathan Lane. Yep. Mm-hmm. So just a huge cast of, uh, of just well-known actors doing voices in this movie. The songs are unforgettable. I think everyone knows Hakuna Matata. Yeah, one, right? of, one of them. Circle, that, that, Circle that of Life. The whole soundtrack is bang, on that. Um, and it's such a memorable Disney movie. It's probably, if not the best, one of the, if not the best animated movies they've yeah. come out with. Um, yeah, just... Just great. I know they always uh, highly regard Beauty and the Beast to be like they're really because that one was actually nominated for like yeah. Best Picture. But I actually think Lion King is better. My yeah, <laughs> Lion King is just a great movie. Beauty and the Beast is badass. That's a great yeah. movie, you know. But um, Lion I think King Beauty is, and the think, Beast was like a game changer in terms of how they made you know their mm, animation movies and like touche. Yeah, but I think I think Lion King is just it. It's Shakespeare, really, is what it yeah, is. Yeah, it's, it's Hamlet. Yeah, yeah. it's mm-hmm. it's great. How about you? What was your uh, childhood? Um, so I have two, two. Uh, okay. Because I remember just actually with my family, lots of times we actually see movies on vacation. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I was very fortunate. My parents would take us to Disney World Universal. So we would be there for like two weeks. Right. When our days off, we'd actually see a movie. Okay. So I actually saw uh, Jurassic Park on vacation. So I have no expense. Ooh, that's a good movie. Yeah, that was sick. I remember just seeing that and... Uh, I remember as a kid, like you ever like in your in your head, you know, maybe our listeners can relate to like you wish you got certain toys as a kid. Like I remember even to this day, like, man, I wish I got Jurassic Park toys. <laughs> I was really getting more like Darkwing Duck and Power right. Rangers and Turtles and all those X Men for sure. But probably always wanted to get that. But anyway, another movie that I saw in there was actually Forrest Gump. I was like I think in South Carolina, and I remember um, we saw it in a. I think they, I think they are still around. Not as popular, but it was like a one like. Maybe like a three theater, yep. uh, theater. Yeah, right? so it wasn't like it's streams. not a multiplex. It's yes, just a, that's yeah, it. Yeah, it's not so, a multiplex. But I remember it was just like one of those like I think that sometimes like uh, get movies like sometimes you need to see a movie in the, in the theaters not just because of the scene on the big screen but like there's like an energy in the room and I remember like seeing Forrest Gump and uh, I'm sure most of our listeners have seen it when like I just remember like when he's like when he's running and his yeah. braces fall off his legs I remember it was like the energy in the crowd where you were like cheering for him it was cool man that was like a really great experience you want to hear something crazy about Forrest Gump mm-hmm. that is not one of my favorite movies at all what I, I don't dislike it or anything if I never saw that movie again I wouldn't be upset right. I think it's very long I think there are parts of that movie that drag on. I know I'm in I'm in right, the minority right. on this one. There's a lot of people gonna hate on the uh, in the comments on this, but I uh, I don't know. I think it's highly overrated. Wow. Yeah. 
Crazy, right? Yeah, I mean, I think you know, Bobby's a Mex- Robert Zemeckis made that. Um, you know, he made Back to the Future yep. and Roger Rabbit. But I, I, I think it's, it's hard to movie to watch over and over and over and yeah. over again. But I think it's. I mean, I quote that movie all the time. You know, like, you know, like Lieutenant Dan, ice cream. Every time I give out ice cream, or I get ice. That's the first thing I say to myself. Or I must have myself fifteen Dr. Peppers. And, you know. <laughs> You know, Gary Sinise, I love him as Lieutenant Dan. Oh, he's great. He's know? great. There's Bubble a lot Bump, of good stuff you know? in the movie. I just think it's very long and very overrated. But that's just me. Yeah. So, PJ, um, start it off, man. What is one of your favorite 90s summer blockbusters? I am going to start off with um, a movie that came out June 19th, 1993. An Arnold Schwarzenegger classic. The Last Action Hero. Whoa! Okay. I know that people don't like that movie, and they think it's one of his worst. A lot of people say that's one of his worst. As a kid, though, yeah, the idea of being able to jump into a movie screen, you know, they got like that 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 right. golden ticket or whatever yeah. it was. I forget the exact plot now, but it's been so long. But they could jump into the screen and into the movies, and you know, the, then you'd see that because Arnold was in the movie as Arnold, and the, the, there was a poster of the Terminator, but it was Stallone. Stallone yeah. I don't know. I just always thought the movie was fun. I think it's underrated as a, an Arnold movie. Uh, it was a summertime movie, big explosions, big action. Yeah. For me, a summer blockbuster tends to be an actiony movie, right? Uh, and that had some action in it. That I, I, I don't know. I just think it's fun. Yeah. And I thought that would be good for, a good kickoff for my list is the last action hero. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, mine. I'm actually starting mine off with an action film as well. Um, Speed would. Ah, that's on my list also. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. So, like, for me, I think this is one of the best action movies of all time. Oh, it's great. And it's probably one of the best action movies of the 90s. And, you know, believe it, Keanu Reeves, man, he's, you know, maybe besides, you know, Tom Cruise, they're still carrying that torch of awesome yeah. action movies. Because, you know, Arnold, I mean, he's an older man now, or even Stallone. Mm-hmm. But, um... These two, those, but this movie is just awesome. I mean, there's so many great sequences in this movie. People forget that. People just think about the bus. And but there's the way end, more than that, right? And yeah. and then the uh, the subways. Yep. But the beginning, the first maybe 15, 20 minutes is actually with that elevator scene. Yep. That is awesome. It, the whole movie is awesome. And um, you know, this is when I fell in love with Sandra Bullock. I thought she looked so good in this movie. She sounded hot, you know, and um, I don't know. She just she was. You know, obviously, you know, I guess they had you know Sandra for us guys and Keanu for the ladies. Uh, I, I think over. everything about that movie is just so fun. Yes, exactly. and it keeps your attention. You know, there's like that, not anxiety, but there's like that tension. Yeah. The whole movie, like you exactly. got to see what happens next. Yeah. Like, oh my god, what's going to happen? Edgy, you yeah. see mm-hmm. the bus can't slow down. You're you're hooked immediately. Right. Quentin Tarantino says action movies are the hardest to film because your action should yep. be advancing the plot, and right. that movie. It's always advancing always. the plot. Mm-hmm. Always, always. I mean, what a cast. Like I said, Keanu, Sandra Bullock, Dennis Hopper. People forget Jeff Daniels is in this. Yeah. You know, um, I don't want to, I guess I'll, spoiler alert, but there's a point in the film, which is like a big turning point where like, he actually, he dies. I don't yeah. want to say how he dies, but he does die. And, and you're just like, holy shit. It really gives the movie much more like, wow, things are at stake. Yeah. You know, anybody can die, you know, kind of thing. And there's so many great one-liners, like, you know, pop quiz. quiz you know, yeah, and, that's uh, another good one. Um, and I feel like this is actually probably the end of, like, good one-liners. We don't Nowadays, they feel so... I don't know what it is. I it's the acting or the writing. It just seems so flat nowadays. It seems so out of place. But this movie had so many great one-liners. Like I said, that it says... Keanu Reeves... Uh, Dennis Harbour gets his head taken off, and yep. Keanu's like, Well, I'm taller. You know, and... <laughs> you know, and... Uh, the guy from actually uh, Dyson from Terminator Two, mm-hmm. he's in it. He's a plays like one of the cop uh, captains. He's like that. Uh, he says, uh, "Okay, run it, run it." And they're like, you know, he says like these things. And Jeff Daniels has a great line. Where they're trying to figure out who is the uh, terrorist. Right. If you want to call him? He's like, "That's our scumbag." But there's like <laughs> so many great lines and like. Um, there's another scene I want to briefly talk about in Speed is. There's a point where um, Keanu Reeves, he's getting very frustrated. He get, uh, Dennis Hopper outsmarts him, and he gets pissed off. And he's, like, really, like, kicking, like, the like the, like the the dashboard. Yep. He's, like, bugging out. And uh, Sandra Bullock's like, you got you to calm down. But I think it's like, the only movie I've really seen Keanu get, like, 
pissed. Right. Usually his character's always like kind of like the cool, kung fu, yeah. like I'm gonna stay in, you know, like. He's always you know? calm and collected. Yeah, and this, yeah. that movie, that's when you see him breaking it, like yeah. he starts to lose it, was great. You know what else is wild about that? That whole scene where they get the people off the bus, that whole like yeah. sliding them out underneath the bus, like yeah. it's just wild. That yeah. whole movie is yeah. great. There's I love so that. many, like I said, just, ugh, what a great, ugh, ugh. Just ugh. great. I love that movie. You know? The second one, not so much, but the first one. No, no, uh, yeah. I hope they make another one of these and bring Keanu back. I would, I would be okay with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. If they great. do it right, they do it right. If they do they it do right. It, yeah. This is a movie that you could really revive, and it would still hold up, and it wouldn't mm-hmm. feel out of place. Like, it's, yep. I think that movie could come. They could, re, they could bring that franchise back, and right. it would still hold up. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, what's your second choice? I'm going to give you for my second choice. July 1st, 1998. Wait, that's so you got all the dates. I should have did the dates. I got dates. These are all summer movies, folks. These are all summer <laughs> movies, but, but I put some dates damn. in here. Mm-hmm. Um, Armageddon. Oh, yes. Right? Uh, it's not my favorite movie, but as a summer movie, you know, yeah. No. It was another movie with action, with stakes, a great yep. cast. You had yep. Affleck. You had uh, Bruce Willis in there. Liv Tyler is in there. Yep. Mm-hmm. I, I think it was just a, a, an all-star cast. Well, um, Did Jerry Bruckheimer direct this? Uh, I know he, I know he produced it. it. I don't okay. know if he directed it. Okay. Um, was it Michael Bay? Michael Bay. I was about to say, I think it might have been Michael Bay. Okay. I think it was a Bruckheimer and Bay production. Yeah. Uh, you know, the whole plot of the movie, that, that they got to stop the thing from hitting the earth. It's just... Yeah. It's summery. It's action-y. No, it's a, it's it's a, a great really, movie. It's, it's well-acted. So you can still watch that today and enjoy You can. It. And there are scenes in that movie that you remember. You know, that's the thing about movies. Are there memorable scenes? And there are. That whole the leaving on a jet plane scene, and there, right? They that you the yeah. song, this great, great soundtrack for that. Yeah, Aerosmith. Um, Aerosmith. Yeah. When he's and he's got shit. the he's got the animal crackers, and he's walking them over Liv Tyler. Oh, like there, yeah. there are scenes in the movie that you remember. There are stakes that you remember. Mm-hmm. Um, action. There were parts you could laugh at. It had romance. It had everything. I, I think it's a great movie. Yeah. Um, and, and it feels like a summer movie to me. Again, my, for me, a summer movie has to be kind of action-y and blockbuster-y. And, and I think this fits the bill. And I think it... Yeah. I think this is the kind of movie that appeals to a large audience. It's not... Some action movies, you know, they don't appeal to anybody except for, you know, the guys that like action movies. But this has something for everyone. It has some action. It has some stakes. I, I think... Yeah, I think it's a. I think this is a big time summer movie. I love it. Mm-hmm. I think also it helps the movie really kick asses. Like you just felt the cast had chemistry. Yes, you just feel that yep. chemistry like poof, right through yep. the screen. Everyone has like a charm. Absolutely, There's just a just an energy man that they captured in that film. Great choice. Mm-hmm. Mine's an actually another action film and another. I think it's one. It's an Arnold movie. Okay, it doesn't get enough love. Maybe it's on your list too. Is actually True Lies. Okay, I, I I think this is one of the most underrated action films this is a it's actually James Cameron film people don't know I actually think it's a remake from maybe like a Japanese mm-hmm. film um, but this is a totally underpraised underrated uh, film this is probably James Cameron's funniest movie um, and this movie is just awesome what else to say uh, you have Arnold Schwarzenegger Tom Arnold Jamie Lee Curtis yep. Bill Paxton and this movie just has everything it's funny awesome action suspenseful um I don't know, just so many great lines. I mean, yes. this, this movie has such charm, and this, we really need movies like this now, where this, like, you know, I'll, I'm going to get, I guess towards my end, I'm going to do my little rant, but they really need movies like this, where it's like, it's family friendly. It's for it's everyone. Action, it's for it, everyone. And it, everything just clicks. And this movie has so many great scenes and one-liners, like, um, he has, when he's fighting the terrorist, and the, the terrorist is asking the uh, guy to film, and all of a sudden, like, he's using a camcorder, yeah. and all of a sudden the battery comes up. And the guy's like, that is. And he's like, he has to get another batch of batteries. And there's a part where uh, they get captured, Arnold and Jamie Lee Curtis. And he's like, they give him like a truth serum. And she's asking him questions, you know. Um, and she's like, have you ever killed anyone? He's like, yeah, but they're all bad. <laughs> you know? I remember just, that. Yeah. And, uh, That's a good line. It's a good yep, movie. And she's like, she's like, then, she, then her anxiety starts to spiral. She's like, are we going to die? He's like, yep. yep. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, it's just so many funny scenes man and even that movie just starts off with a great like James Bond-esque yeah. scene and it's also somewhat of a spoof made off of, of James Bond but um you know I know people kind of pick on the ending because it's uh you know he's on the jet plane but you know what 
It's a fucking blockbuster. It's, right. This is not that kind of movie. This is exactly. what I talk about tone. This tone is fine. This is yep. this is that kind of movie. It's fine. At one point, he almost jumps over a, a building with a horse. He doesn't go over it. The horse stops him. Right. I think Arnold actually gets mad at the horse. He's like, why would you do that? <laughs> kind of thing. But, you know, like I said, this movie really highlights how James Cameron can do comedy. How Arnold really is. A, he can be. He, he can he's be. great in comedic films. He, is. he did he Kid really is. Cop. He did Twins before that. Twins is great. Junior. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. But in this movie, I just want to talk about how I think what really makes the movie really super duper work is actually Jamie Lee Curtis. Mm-hmm. She really plays like that, like housewife who kind of lost her, you know, lost her zip with right. her for life. And there's a great scene where she's like, um, well, they fake kidnap her and they put like an interrogation mm-hmm. room. But it's a really vulnerable moment. She says like, you know, I was like. I wanted to prove to her, like, here I am. You know, I'm not a... That's not what she says, right. but like, no, I'm not a pussy. You know, I can right. do something. I can break out of my shell. And it's a really moving scene. And she ends up breaking the uh, glass with like, right. a, like a like a bench or a stool. It's like a stool. Yeah. But it's a really intense uh, scene. Really, it's awesome. It's probably the most important scene. But that scene itself gives the rest of the movie, like, uh, legitimacy. Yep. It's like, okay, they're really going to try to make her pretend, make her feel like she's a secret agent. Right. And then, obviously, she gets really wrapped up in it. Yeah. Um, but such a great film, man. So, so good. That is a good one. That Thank is you. a good one. Um, another movie that's going to feature some uh, some of those similar names oh. on my list was released July 3rd, 1991. Jesus um, Probably one of the greatest movies of all time. Jim Cameron. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, hell yeah. Terminator 2 Judgment Day. Oh, you yeah. You can't have a 90-summer blockbuster list and not have this on here because it's probably the greatest movie of all, like, up there, right? Yeah, no, I mean, if you great. think of greatest movies of all time, that movie is always on the list because it is that good. I mean, and, and this is another movie where there's so much memorable lines, there's so much you could quote from them. Hasta la vista, baby. Like, you know, yeah, yeah, All yeah. that's great. The T-1000 just looks ridiculous when he's turned... Like he runs and he turns into the metal yeah. and all that. I, I, I just love everything about it. Uh, and, I, and I felt like, I, as I was putting my list together, I started to realize, I was like, Arnold is like the king of the summer. Yeah, absolutely. He, he's in all these summer action movies and there's a reason that they're so good and it's because he's so likable in them and he does all these... He, he doesn't get the credit he deserves because he could do action where he doesn't talk a lot, he can mm. do comedy. Yeah. Um, but Terminator Two, uh, it's so good. Uh, the action, and it's all so many practical effects in that movie. In yeah. addition to the CGI, but there's so much in that movie that I just love. And the the ending, you know, when they have to melt him, and he he gives the thumbs up as he's going down. Yeah, that movie has just everything. Everything. Like, like, it, um, it emotion. Oh, it's so like it has good. like a message at the end. People don't talk about the message of that film because at the end. Yeah, you know Sarah Connor's doing the voiceover. Yep. How we learn to like really like learn mm-hmm. to be kind to one yeah. another. Like holy shit! Like, yeah. <laughs> like it was so. Uh, I mean, yeah, absolutely. And, awesome and going film. into Terminator Two, right? When you, I, I like Terminator One also. I oh, think yeah, it's great. Yeah. It's a great oh, movie. Fuck yeah! Terminator Two is a different movie. It's yeah. not that it's barely the same genre yeah and the first one's more horror yeah if anything yeah mm-hmm. so when you get into Terminator 2 you're not expecting what you're getting yeah so you're like holy shit what just happened this isn't the movie I thought mm-hmm. I was gonna see so you're immediately pulled in by that shift in, in tone and then you know Arnold's not really the villain in this one so you know mm-hmm. in the first movie you're like you're afraid of him and you like how do we get away from him in this mm-hmm. movie you need him there right because he's reprogrammed so it's a whole different Feel the whole movie feels yeah. way different than the first one, and the acting is on point. The even the kid, um, Edward, Edward Furlong. Yeah. I mean, he was he was good in it. I know he sometimes he gets some hate, but I thought he was good in that movie. No, he's all yeah. I think he's great. In that yeah, movie. I, we talked about last action here. I think one of the reasons that movie did not work is the kid. That kid did not work. Right. No way. Exactly. You're 100 percent right. Was horrendous. So I mean, I just felt like you have to have this on your list. Yeah. So that was that was my pick. Yeah, and just real quick with the. Uh, with Terminator, with Arnold and his roles, I think T one thousand, that's Robert Patrick, mm-hmm. and Predator are like his best like foes that he had. Yep. You know, like because every movie you know, always know he's like the fucking man. But right. those ones like, oh shit, he might fuck. He might life. lose this one. <laughs> yeah. Right. Where you really felt like, oh man, my boy right. Arnold's really uh He's in trouble. Yeah. He's in trouble. So, uh great pick. 
Um, for mine, I'm actually going into comedy now. Okay. I'm not sure what year. I'm gonna say maybe probably like maybe '96, '97, around that era uh, time. I feel like this movie is definitely still quoted, but I feel like it somehow is like kind of like I don't know, like kind of fading. I don't know why. Austin Powers. Was that a summer movie? I didn't yeah. realize that came out in the summer. Yeah. The first one. Yep. That's a great movie, the first yeah, one. Yeah, The Spy Who Shagged Me, yeah. So good. Um, I feel like this is a classic. You know, obviously it's a spoof on the spy genre, yep. 007 and everything, but like, this is like one of those comedies. Like, I think it's a timeless movie. Yes. I could watch it today and still yeah. enjoy it. Yeah, and that's it. what I was going to say. Like, this is the type of movie where like, when has, the, I think the last, I mean, uh, you know, Given the state of the world right now, our, our country, everything's so sensitive. Like I feel like comedies don't even exist. They don't. The last one that really had, I felt it was really super popular was probably the, the, uh, the Hangover. You know, and maybe before that, maybe it was like that whole kind of era with you had like a the forty year old version. Yeah, I was gonna say those um, those Judd Apatow, Judd Apatow movies, yeah. kind of things. And I love you, man. All those kind of that yeah. crew, that whole crew yeah. of guys. But I feel like the Hangover was the last one. But this movie is still funny. You know, it's hilarious. So many great characters. You have, obviously, Awesome Powers. Dr. Evil. He practically he's great. Still, you know, he's playing two characters. Mini-Me. Yes. Mm-hmm. But even... He's really in the second yeah. one, but... Oh, wait, he's in the... Fr- Mini-Me might be the second one. Right. Mini-Me might be the, mm-hmm. But even some of those other villains that are that you meet in those movies, like Frau Farbissina and yeah. uh, <laughs> Number Two. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. those are... They're all, like... Mm-hmm. Even uh, Seth Green. Yes. That's, like, his breakout film. They said Does, that the, movie put yeah. him on the map. Um, the... There's just a great cast in that movie. Yeah, just just the chemistry in that film. Mm. There's so many great lines, um, just like little small jokes. Like he has a uh, one of the villains is, is a a, uh, a goof on Odd Job. Yeah. His name is Random Task. Like that's a great. <laughs> it's so funny. That's great. And he always has like the bombshells. I mean, Heather Graham is so hot in that movie. Uh, oh, not oh, Heather uh, Graham. Uh, uh, Heather Graham's the second one. Yes, right? uh, Elizabeth, Elizabeth Hurley. Hurley. I mean, whoa, she's a knockout. What a smoke show in that. But. The fembots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even that. Yeah. All like, like that's another thing. The movie had like a sexiness too. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it was like fun. You know what I mean? Like, what? It's a, it's a great movie. Really, like I said, now I feel like it's kind of gotten lost. But um, it's really a great um. Uh, yeah, comedy. Mm-hmm. So. This movie, um, I actually I, I saw it in theaters. Um, uh, okay. And on. I probably didn't see it on the day it came out, but it was released, I believe, June nineteenth, nineteen ninety two. Batman Returns is a summer movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw it there. Yeah, yeah. And you know, for me, I think that might be my favorite Batman movie. Wow. Uh, again, Michael Keaton, great as Batman. You had um, Catwoman, yeah. Selena, Ka- who I, uh, Michelle uh, Pfeiffer. Yes. Well, just she's the best, the best of all time. Yeah. Everything. The costume was hot. She's hot. Just voice, she's everything smoky. about she's it. She's like a kind of like a little nutty to yep. it. You know what I mean? Everything about her in she that movie nailed is great. It. I mean, nailed it. You had Danny DeVito as the Penguin. Yo, you can. People don't talk about his performance enough. It's he's so good. He was like a real nut, and he's someone you can sympathize because he's yes. like kind of a freak. I'm actually doing every his, his, hand. Uh, his hand. He had the flippers. Hand. Yeah, yeah. Pee Wee Herman sent him down the river. Mm-hmm. He raised by penguins. <laughs> Always like his hideout was like an old zoo, zoo. you know, and. Um, there's and there's imagery in that movie that sticks with you, like when he comes out of the sewer and he has the big yellow duck, and then he's like, mm-hmm. you know, and he and he has the baby because he saved the everything, and that's how he starts running for mayor and right, like just the way I don't know, I just think it was yeah. done so well. I think also what makes that movie really uh, look crisp is like the first Batman '89, both by Tim Burton, uh, is very dark, you know. Yeah. And this film is actually more well lit, but it has like that like gray kind of like cold right. winter kind of like yep. ugh, but it looks good what, though and what's strange about this movie is that it was released in the summer but I'm pretty sure it starts on Christmas in yeah, the movie yeah, it's yeah. like the, they're doing a tree I lighting I have a hard time with that kind of stuff if a movie takes place during Christmas and it's, it should be a Christmas movie yeah, but I it came out time. in the summer yeah. uh, or winter I have a hard time sometimes the, yeah. you know it's jarring for me but mm-hmm. but that, that movie I think it's the best Batman movie that's been produced yet um Michael Keaton is great. Uh, Michael Go, Goff, Go, whatever his name is, the the Alfred. He's, yes. Uh, mm-hmm. He's my favorite Alfred. I think he's. Yeah. He was. He had that sarcasm and that wit to him that he could stand up to to Batman. He's the only person that could. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that was done well. You have Christopher Walken in that movie that plays a great role, not a big role, but a great role. Yeah, he plays a good nut. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, so much in that movie is just perfect and done right. 
the the penguins with the little like uh, rocket, rocket launches. Like, the movie it's a little goofy. A I little, know, but I still like yeah, it. I guess already, uh, you know, Tim Burtony at that yeah. point. Actually, I remember for my birthday, my parents got me a bunch of those toys. I still have them. Little, yeah. I got the little uh, to, uh, penguins with little yeah, rocket packs little rocket packs on them. But even when like Danny DeVito goes to the uh, to the cemetery and finds the grave of his parents, like there's, he's such a good actor that he makes you feel like that. That's a powerful yeah. scene. But he know. was scary. Remember that one point? Yeah. I think he bites someone's nose, nose off, and it's all black. He's like, yeah, he's like a raw fish. fish at one point. Yeah. like you know, I don't. Know, it was great. Like, it was great. He was very like because you think of like how they get out. How the, you know you had the Joker. You have Jack Nicholson. How can you possibly top? And you it? have this other. This is how you top you have this it. This character who's freaky looking. Yeah, you know, and uh, I, and I, I think yeah. it's one of the only superhero movies that have found a way to balance having two villains. Because sometimes you have these movies with all these different villains and it just yeah. feels like no one's getting the time they deserve. None of the characters are being built. Yeah. This movie, you had two villains, but they each got the right amount of time to develop yeah. those characters. Great mm-hmm. movie for me and that's why I put it on my list. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, this also came out, I saw this in theaters. Um, it's actually a horror film. I think it's one of the, I'm not really super into horror films. I know some people there's like a blend. Is, well, is it psychological thriller? Right, right. Is it, you know, but... Right. I'm going to consider this as a horror film, The Sixth Sense. I was oh. I, I was going to put that on my list, mm-hmm. uh, and then I took it off my list because I I decided I would spend my time on actiony type of movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I do like The Sixth Sense. Yeah. Um, M. Night, one of M. Night Shyamalan's best. Yeah, probably. I think it is his best film, in my opinion, but I think it's a really a classic film. Um, I like. I agree. It's not like you think summer blockbuster, but this movie I remember like took everyone by storm. Everyone was like, "You gotta see the fucking end." You yeah. know what I mean? And um, I'm not gonna spoil it now because believe it or not, I think some people haven't seen it. That's been years now, right? It's decades. So, but it's a freaking great film. You know, another uh, action star is in it. Bruce, Bruce Willis. Willis. Um, or a young uh, uh, what was his name? Haley Joel. Joel Haley Osmond. Joel Osmond was in that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't think of the guy's name. Um, he plays like uh, in the beginning. He's like actually in his underwear. He's like very mentally ill. <laughs> right, right. Uh, but um, I don't say it's Gary Oldman. But yeah, anyway, that guy's like it's only a short scene. But anyway, that movie is just has creepiness. It's weird. Um, these are my type of horror films. I'm not really yeah. into the the Michael Myers, like the mm-hmm. Halloweens. Those movies kind of boring. I think they're cool, but I they never, have their place. But I can never get like some people are like oh, I love horror films. You know, I'm more into the psychological. I just I never really. You know, I, I do like the horror movie. I think those Michael Myers uh, Halloween movies or yeah. the Friday the 13th movies, I think they have a place in cinema. I love them. Um, but this movie is different. It's not... It, this is more of, like you said, a psychological thriller. Mm-hmm. And I, I watched that movie... If you watch it now or you watch it when it came out, I don't think anyone with Bruce Willis could have done this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he is so, so perfect in that role. And... I can't even imagine how anyone else could have pulled it off. Like I, he was so great in that movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I've always been a big Bruce Willis fan because I like those Die Hard movies, and I lo- like love Die Hard. I love. I'm a huge Bruce Willis fan, and I think that's one of his his best roles is this movie. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I actually think Bruce Willis and M Night Shyamalan have made a really work well together because he's been. In the, oh yeah. Know, oh, Unbreakable. Unbreakable. That's a very good. That's yeah. like one of his M Night. Another Shyamalan's great movie. movie. That's a really underrated. That's a good. That's movie. probably my favorite M Night Shyamalan. But that also has Bruce Willis. They just they click mm-hmm. creatively. Yeah. No. Uh, Touche. Very true. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I was like, and oh, and I just want to say with I feel like with this movie, Sixth Sense, it kind of like, re somewhat re sparked like maybe psychological thrillers. Mm-hmm. You know, I, mean, I think maybe I'm not sure when Scream came out. You know, the scheme was actually a goof on, like, yeah. of, uh, you know, the horror genre, really. But I feel like, I think if you didn't have The Sixth Sense, you wouldn't have The Ring that came out maybe four or five years later. You wouldn't have these, right. you wouldn't have your Annabelles and all these other fucking things now. No, I, I saw, saw, I feel uh, like this movie kind of... Put that you know, back on the map. Yeah, put those That's in. That's fair. Kind of yeah. brought it. Mm-hmm. What's yours, uh, what's your next one, Mr. PJ? Let's see, what do I have here on my list? We did that one. All right. You can't get away from this movie as being a big summer blockbuster. You mentioned it earlier, July third, nineteen ninety-three, Independence Day. Mm-hmm. You, there's not much to say about this movie. We all know the speech. Right. We all post <laughs> a YouTube clip of that speech on July fourth every year on our Instagram and our social media because we all think we're clever by doing it. Yeah. Look, I get it. We're all, and we're going to do it again this year in just a couple of days, right? We're going to put it on. It's a great movie. 
that speech is fantastic. The cast is great. The plot is great. The action is cool. The imagery in that movie, I'm a their imagery to me is a big thing because there has to be something that you remember from the movie, and it might be a line, but if there's a visual that just sticks in your head, yeah. This movie came out in 1993, so what was that? 30 years ago? Jesus, right? Was it 30? Yeah, 30 years ago. Right. But you can still see that White House blowing up. <laughs> if you right in your mind right now, you can see it. Poof. Right? Yeah. You see it. That's what I mean. Like the the imagery in that movie, the visuals in that movie, the the plot is is simple but memorable. Yeah. Uh, the scene of uh, of Will Smith dragging the. Yep. Right. Like. That, the, but that's that's really funny because at one point he, uh, I don't know if he improvised it but he's like then what does that smell you know what I mean like, <laughs> yeah. that's really that was his at his best at his know? best that's um, what I mean this, that's a movie where everything just clicked and you get a, an instant classic and mm-hmm. so it's on my list again there's not much you need to say about it because the plot is not the deepest yeah the sequel was not good mm-hmm. um, but this first movie Independence Day the first I think it's maybe the, it, it's might possibly be the ultimate summer movie. Yeah, yeah Because yeah. it's about Independence Day. I, yeah. I, so that's my, that's my list. Yeah. Yeah. I think also to that movie kind of, and I'm not sure if these are the exact sequence of, of these films that came after it or before right. it, but um, I think it brought back like the uh, disaster films. Mm-hmm. Like you wouldn't have your uh, Armageddon's, you wouldn't have your Deep Impact. Yeah. Um, Day After Tomorrow, whatever yep, it's all called. Those all those kind of things. Twister, all those fucking yep. films, you know? So that's a great choice. My next one is another. It's a. Um, it came out. This was a huge movie too. I think people have forgotten about it. it. This is not really. This is not an action film. This is a drama film. But um, I saw it in theaters actually. I think it's the first time actually. I think. Uh, I saw it as a kid. I think it was like the first time I got like an emotional film, like a film I cried. Right. You know, probably the first one. It's actually Apollo thirteen. Ooh, Apollo thirteen. Okay. Yeah. So. Um, it's a good movie. This is directed by Ron Howard. Uh, I know sometimes people give him like a hard. I don't know why people break his balls. Richie Cunningham. Yeah, because he's in Happy Days. But That's I'm why. Just yeah. He's made That's great, the only. He makes great movies. He's. I mean, he's made uh, this. He's made Backdraft. He's made. Um, Let's talk for a second about Backdraft since you mentioned it. How great is that movie? Yeah. yeah so yeah. good. Because you don't really think of there's a lot of cop movies. Not a lot right. of firefighter. Movies. No, that's that a great movie. That's a really good movie. Um, but yeah, I think Ron Howard is, is is you know one of his best best movies. Probably is his best movie. Um. But this is like like when we talked about, we're talking about summer movies like Tom Hanks is in this movie another movie I think about all the summer movies this guy's been in my yeah. god like you have this is in the nineties you have Forrest Gump right you have Saving Private Ryan they came out during the that summer that was a summer movie you have uh, Toy Story Toy I Story mean, obviously yeah. a voice actor you know but I mean like damn this movie I actually I think movie, um, he, he dominated I think the, Da Vinci Code was a summer movie yeah I mean so many like. My God, Summer just uh, catch me if you can. Well, he's a movie you know? star. He's not yes. just an actor. Yes. He's a movie star. Yes, so that's... yes, Mr. PJ. And like I said, this is another just banging cast. You got Kevin Bacon, Bill Paxton. I mean, God bless him. He passed away. Um, Gary Sinise is in this film, and it's it's based off a true story. This movie still holds up. You know, um, yeah, I say I recommend uh, Apollo thirteen, and it was like movie. this movie was like a big deal. It really was. Yeah, you know and. I guess I'll go on my little mini rant, PJ, if that's okay with sure. you. Sure. You know, cinema right now, much like, like our last episode, we were talking about, uh, um, you know, music industry. The music and film right now is really in a weird, weird place right now. Obviously, they're always in the business of making money, totally. But I mean, like, there's an interview with, like, um, with uh, Matt Damon where he talks about, like, I miss mid-tier movies. Those mm-hmm. are the movies that really got me off my the ground. Mid-tier means, like, these movies aren't super expensive to make. Right. But they're usually like, kind of like one and dones, you know. So like, uh, like Apollo thirteen, you're not gonna have a fucking sequel to this, right. you know. <laughs> no. You know, you're not making Apollo fourteen. Right, 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 yeah. right. You know, so like, um, the Sixth Sense. I mean, maybe now that came out today, that would be probably like a, a whole fucking, you know, universe. But like, anyway, I, these like I said before, like I said, true, uh, true lies, Armageddon. These like one, like these kind of like I know these are big budget movies obviously but I'm saying like these are like it's just a movie yes and it's just done a movie. you've come out with a movie it's a big hit but that's the end right. of it right and you had variety it wasn't mm-hmm. like I feel like right now this, the industry is just full of like obviously tons of comic book movies a lot of horror films believe it or not it's just flooded yep. with it you know what I mean um, but you don't have like this all these summers, all these movies we're talking about right now there's great movies that came out during the same year these are yeah. the huge ones but you had like 
Like well, said, everything now is a franchise. Right. Some of these movies probably came out the same year. Probably, know, like, yeah. I don't have all the... I should have did the dates. I apologize to our audience. But, <laughs> you know, they probably... Like, I think, you know, uh, like... Uh, like... Maybe I'm, I'm, I want to take a guess. I think uh, Austin Powers probably came out the same year as maybe as like... Uh, you know, maybe the Sixth Sense, maybe. maybe Okay, maybe not. I could be off, but... Maybe probably a couple of months or maybe a year. Okay, but all these movies were like there was so much variety in the cinema. So I'm trying to say like, every movie was different. Yes, and we needed yep. that, and I think we really need that now. I think we're starving for that because it's like sometimes I'm like I don't feel like seeing that. That's why I think a movie that's that's gotten very popular is The Knives Out. I mean, they're now they turn into a franchise, but that's why I think that first movie was a hit. It was different. That's it a felt mid, different. That is a mid. I still movie. haven't seen the second one yet. Second one's good. It's, 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 the first it one's yet. better. The second one's fine. I'm actually going okay. to see. Maybe we could talk about that film. But um, yeah, but we need to. You know how they, I think they can make money, right? Because you know, you're not going to yeah. be spending a lot, and you'll make you'll get it back. You know, and I think they should really. Well, that's what it is. Not everything has to be a a, a big budget movie. Sometimes it could just be a movie with yeah. a plot. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. really what and it is. You, and then you can almost reestablish the movie star. You know what I mean? Like you yeah, get, you know all these guys back in it, but. I really miss those kind of these one and done kind of films that are like special. Like I don't think like, it's a summer movie, but a movie like a Goodwill Hunting. Yes, like that's exactly. a movie. There is no sequel coming to that movie. There was never going to be. It was a, it was a story that took place in that and and that was it. Like mm-hmm. you, you followed that from the beginning to the end. You had a great cast. You had right. a Robin Williams. You had Ben Affleck. You had Matt Damon. And a couple of others yeah. in there. But you had a movie that was the beginning and the end, and it was emotional, and it was and it's fun to it watch. was fun to watch. There was some parts you could laugh at, mm-hmm. and but you're right. Now everything is, but everything now is a franchise. If you make one movie, you have to make sure there's a way to make twelve more after it because yeah, we you know we need Fast and the Furious eighty seven. Like that's exactly. that's what it is. But yeah, those movies were special, like Rounders, another Matt Damon yeah. film, or um, Gili. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but even like actually, I do like Ben Affleck films. Like, I do like that. I like you know, Ben Affleck. The Town a lot. was a cool movie. These movies, like yeah. The Town, that was a cool movie that came out yep. in the two thousand. Argo, I never seen that. That's a good. My movie. My brothers always tell me to check that. That's movie That's a great out. movie. Mm-hmm. But yeah, these that nineties had that really that sweet spot of yeah. variety. Um, PJ, what's uh, I don't know if you have left. I have uh, only have a few left. Yeah, um, yeah. June eleventh, nineteen ninety three. I think. Is a, another date in movie history that changes the world in a big way. Um, so I'll rewind before I say this movie. Jaws, the movie Jaws had a huge impact oh, on cinema. Yeah. And I think this movie, I think Jaws had that huge impact in the, what was that, 1976, Six, yeah. right? I think we had to wait all the way to June 11th, 1993 to have a movie with the same level of impact with Jurassic Park. Yes. That movie... And this year marks 30 years since I came yeah, out. Yeah, 30 years shit. since that movie came out. Uh, and yeah, there's a bunch of them now, right? Mm-hmm. They made the Jurassic World trilogy. They had the Lost World. They had um, whatever the third one was called. It's, it's Jurassic Park 3, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of those have moments that are worth watching. Some of them aren't so great. But the first one, that movie is perfection. Yeah. Um, Jeff Goldblum... Mm-hmm. This is actually a guy that's in a lot of summer movies because he was in Independence Day also. Yeah. Um, he's his character is great. The the effects, the dinosaurs looked real. The there was a story that had heart to it. It had scale. Had, yeah, yeah. Not, they not literally yeah. the dinosaurs. Yeah. They, they had you really felt like Yeah, they spared no expense. Yes, is the yeah. only way to say it. <laughs> um, it's so good. And it, again, I think that that movie is like the jaws of the next generation, the way jaws changed yes. everything. Yeah. Jurassic Park. There's horror in that movie mm-hmm. when the dinosaurs, like when yeah. that when that T Rex eye, you just kind of see it in the car, and then mm-hmm. it, the, it looks at the kids in the car. Like that's imagine being a kid and seeing a T Rex. Look, it's terrifying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's things you can laugh at in that movie with uh, with with uh, Newman. Yes, uh, yeah. like he's yeah, it became a meme. Like look, look, look nobody cares. cares. Like, nobody yeah. cares. Right. Yeah. There's um, Samuel L. Jackson shows up in this mm-hmm. movie, and he's got Hold a great. On to your butts. Yeah, yeah. He's great. I don't know. I just think everything about that movie clicked on all cylinders. The the cast, the even the kids aren't that annoying in that no movie. No way. They're good. They're yeah, great. they were used right. And I don't usually like kids in movies, but they were used really well. The 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 boy, he's worse than the girl. 
I think he's a little more annoying. Actually, actually, I think actually I find the girl. I think she has less lines, but I think find her a little. Her well, because all of a sudden she's a computer hacker and can unlock. Yeah, yeah it's a yeah. bit much. But I just think as an actress, she was slightly right. better than him. But that that whole movie is, I mean, it's just, quotable. It's memorable. Yes. Again, yeah. imagery that you can remember. Yes. When they're on the when they first pull up into the on the on the island right. yeah. and they see dinosaurs and they she turns his head and. He sees the dinosaurs and then they're like, "We have a T Rex. You have a T Rex. We have a T Rex." Yeah, yeah, like yeah. that whole thing. I, I don't know the raptors. Just like when they yeah. learn how to use the door. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. all of that, or the very end when it's like the rap, the two raptors versus the, the, the Rex, T-Rex? and they're yeah. in the in the museum, and you could the dinosaur bites him on the neck, and you can see the yeah. she reaches around the T Rex and tries to bite. Like there's images you can remember the, the being in the toilet on the in the bathroom when he goes to hide. There's just that movie is memorable on so many levels. The images, the the actual script, the the acting. That that movie has everything. It has everything. It has adventure. It has uh, um, has action, horror. Has horror. I was gonna say it also has like a lot of suspense because yeah, so many because when the first time it comes out, uh, when they're on the the T Rex comes through the they lose power. It comes through the that whole yeah. scene is one of the best. Oh, it's great. You were shaking your pants when you hear the footsteps. Like, yeah, Oof. and you see the water starting to shake. Yeah. Classic, and even even that, and then just talk about the intense moment. So you have that, right? Right after that, remember they're like stuck in that tree, yeah. And they're they're actually stuck somehow. I think they're stuck in the car. You have to get out of it. It's gonna fall down on them. Yeah. That's intense. Um, then they're like running around at one point. Another great scene is like remember they're climbing the fence, and, and, the, and the power comes back yeah, on. Yeah, and the yeah. gets fried. Yeah, he gets like shot off. That was like, yeah. he was like that was intense. And yeah. then like you said, when they go finally back into uh, you know they're in the the kitchen. You know, they yeah. heard the jello shakes yeah. on her thing, and you see the... You see the shadow of the... Yeah. Yeah. I like when, I always like when the raptor, like, uh, uses claw, yeah. and, like, I look like his, bre- like his breath, you like, see it. fog. I like, because the, they're in the freezer, so you yeah. can see it. Mm-hmm. I always, like, I'm very big into, like, sound effects, like, sound design. Mm-hmm. I always like the the raptor's going, like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like yeah, <laughs> you, you know, or, like, the uh, tyrannus going, like, <laughs> or even just the, uh... The other dinosaur where the where it shoots the shit oh, out yeah, of yeah, and yeah. that thing pops out of his neck. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. It's it's that thing always reminds me of Gremlins. That, yeah, I, know, like, I think it's called the Lophosaurus. Yeah, it's like it's such a noise. good movie. Yeah, it's a it's like you said it changed that was the movie changed uh, like cultural impact like yeah. that movie like kind of like Steven Spielberg like Jaws made people afraid of the ocean. It's still people yeah. still are. I mean, you have Shark yeah. Week now. Yeah, right? when Jurassic Park came out. All of a sudden, like I think, uh, attendance went up at like the Museum of Natural History to mm-hmm. see the bones. Um, it's it was just a it was just an amazing. Know, they made film. another dinosaur. You ever saw this movie? It was an animated movie. It was called "We're Back: A Dinosaur Story." Yeah, uh, yeah. that's like another. Susan yeah. Spielberg made that too. I mean, like dinosaurs. Just I mean, they still are. They st- that, that movie made dinosaurs like made them cool. Like made them. Yeah. I mean, they were really like, cool, but they made them like super fucking yeah. cool. Like it really Absolutely. changed everything. What else? I'm actually that's the one that I kind of really wanted to finish. I have something. just two yeah. more on my list. Mm-hmm. Not that we need to spend a lot of time on these are movies that we've yeah. already spoke about in previous episodes, but um, June fifteenth, nineteen ninety, was Dick Tracy. Yes, and mm-hmm. we've already had a whole episode about that, so I'm not going to go into all the reasons why we love that movie, but I think it deserves an honorable mention. Sure. And June twenty first, nineteen ninety one, was The Rocketeer. Oh, yeah. So another, again, we've already had a whole episode where we, we spoke a bit about why that movie is so great, so we don't have to go into it again, but and that's another movie that has something for everyone. It has romance, it has action, it has yeah. some comedy that you can laugh at. Visually, it's fantastic. The whole look of the Rocketeer, yeah. the brown leather bomber jacket with that gold helmet. Yes. Um, just the imagery of it. Uh, again, summer movies that that stick with yeah. you. Mm-hmm. So those are all the ones I had on, uh, on my list. Great. Mm-hmm. And I think the common denominator of all these films is like, they're all different, and they're all firing on all pistons for all the same reasons. Like, yeah. great story, great action. You know, none of these, most of these we mentioned aren't really sequels. You know, besides Terminator Two, but the rest, these are all just the first one. Yeah. yeah, basically all one and done. Yeah, you know what I mean, uh, and and what makes T Two so special, even if you didn't see the first one, it still works. Yeah. I mean, that's really well And done. if you've never watched any after it, you're probably in a really good mm-hmm. spot because you never yeah. watched any of the other Terminator movies that aren't worth watching. Yeah. They should have ended it with T2. Yes, 100%. Mm. Yeah. But, um, PJ, fasten your seatbelt. I have a pop quiz. Oh, a pop quiz. I actually wasn't really expecting one, so this is going to be yeah, interesting. So, okay. Let me see. Okay. So these aren't, like, all about 90s, uh, like, the blockbusters. These are just 90 movies. Okay. Okay. I'm ready. Um, 
So, PJ, Tom Hanks was in um, a lot of movies, like we said, during mm -hmm. the 90s, okay? And he has the privilege of being the last actor to have won two, consec two consecutive Best Actor awards. What were the films he won Best Actor? Was it Forrest Gump? Yes. Okay. And then two consecutive. How the Apollo? No, it was the one. It was so Forrest Gump was the second one. What was the movie he, he before won before Forrest Gump? Yep, back to back, baby. Back to back. Philadelphia. Yes. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> PJ. WTF? I, wow. I, yeah. Nice. I, I had a, when you said it was before that, I really had to think, but. All right. Cue uh, Bruce Springsteen's uh, <laughs> Streets of Philadelphia. <laughs> Alright, what's next? I feel good now that I got that right. So, Alright, PJ, this came out in 1997. It actually is an action film. Okay. I, did, I was going to put it on my list, but um, I had it in the pop quiz. So, this action movie stars Nicolas Cage. Face off. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> uh, I guess I'll let you. <laughs> John Malkovich. And John uh, Cusack. It's um, Con Air? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Con Air. Dude, That's a great I still movie quote too. that movie all the time. That's a great brother. movie. Um, I love how sinister uh, John Malkovich He's like, my daughter comes home on July 14th. You know what I mean? It's just so many. And uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Mr. Pink. What's his name? Mr. Pink is Steve, Steve Buscemi. Buscemi. He plays a weird, like, kind of yeah. a Hannibal Lecter, yeah. kind of crazy guy in that film, too. I mean, that movie is a lot of fun to watch. It really it's is. It's cheesy, but it's still... That's what I'm talking about. We don't. We need movies that are just one-and-done fun movies. That are just... Yeah, you watch them, you enjoy them, and then that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, PJ, name the film. This film um, in the 90s, um, this soundtrack became the best-selling soundtrack of all time. I just, before you answer... I thought the best-selling soundtrack of all time was actually uh, Saturday Night Fever because okay. of the Bee Gees. Yeah. But it's, well, obviously, that came out in the 70s. But So what is the best? This, this is a saying of all time. Of all time? That's why I, I didn't know this. Maybe it's incorrect, but this is what, this is what I found. The, ooh. And it came out in the 90s? Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you want, I can give you a hint. Yeah, give me a hint. Okay. Um, stars Kevin Costner and Whitney Houston. The Bodyguard? Yes. Okay. Because I of, would uh, yeah. Um, yeah, the Dolly Parton song. Um, I know, yeah. Oh. I will always love oh, you. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, so. I wouldn't have gotten that without a hint. I would have, I never would have guessed that. Okay. Um, this also came out, this movie came out in 1999. It almost seems more, it came out more recently, not because of the sequels. Um, it's The Matrix, okay? Okay. But in the first Matrix, um, with Neo, that's Keanu Reeves' yeah. character, which pill did he take? To get into the or break out of the matrix, whatever you want to call it, you know. I think he took the red pill. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yes, that was it. Yep, the red pill. Okay, so PJ, we talked about disaster films before. Okay, we had Twister, right? That involves yeah tornadoes. We had Armageddon. Okay. Deep Impact, and there was another movie, and there's other disaster films, but this one. Can you name the movie about a a monkey virus? It was uh, it's Outbreak. Hunter. Yes! Yeah. That's another great movie. That's a great movie. That's another great 90s movie yeah. that we recommend you guys check out. Um, especially with the, the COVID that had just passed. I know the movie Contagion got a yeah. big... When COVID, the pandemic was... Uh, but Outbreak was great. Outbreak, I think, is actually... I that never was the saw Deadly it. Motaba virus. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. um, speaking of disaster films, going with that, PJ, this movie stars Pierce Bronson. Okay. It involves a, a volcano. Can you name the film? I saw this movie in theaters. I can. Um, Dante's Peak? Yes! Okay. PJ! Oh my god. Um, I always get that confused with Volcano. Yes, yes, yes. I never saw Volcano. I saw that one too, which is a little... Mm -hmm. not, not nearly as good but it's still fun to watch but still I, fun to watch and like we're saying too the common denial of all yeah. these films is like they're kind of one and done but yep. they're fun to watch mm -hmm. and they're re-watchable yep. you know um, that's a really great film PJ in the 1990s there was a teen movie alright okay. so it's geared towards mainly girls things like, things like that but it was retitled I don't know the name the original name of the um, um, of the film but it was retitled after a Britney Spears song can you name the song, which is the same name of the film? Yeah, I, I, I my mind, I can. Mm -hmm. I, I, I almost want to say Melissa Joan Hart's. She's in it. She's, She's in, in the it. film. Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, is it crazy? Yes, I'll give it to you. Drive me crazy. Drive me crazy. Yes. You drive me, me crazy. crazy. Yeah. 
And I jam. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited. That video, yeah. man. Whoa. Yeah. She's she on great. the chair? Yeah. yeah. She's got that uh, green shirt yeah. on. Good, good heavens. Um, and last. Okay, so PJ, right. Macaulay Culkin uh, was the first child star ever to get paid $1 million to do a movie. What was the movie? It's in the 90s. I want to say it's Home Alone 2. But is it Home Alone 1? Nope. It's not a Home Alone? No. Nope. I think those movies got him to get this kind of paycheck. I'm trying to think what else he was in. I'm going to kick myself and I don't get this. I'll give you a love It's a love story, PJ. I don't know. I can't think of it. I can't think of it. Oh, my God. I stumped PJ. Hold on. Macaulay Culkin. Love story. Oh, is it the one where he gets stung by the bees? Oh, 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 oh. I'll sing a song for you. Uh, my girl? Yes! yes. <laughs> but he's like, I don't want to hear Mike sing. <laughs> Talking about my girl. He got paid a million dollars for that, huh? Yep, first kid to do it. Yep. Mm-hmm. I think because he had, you know, the Home Alone's yeah. were huge. And then, um, I'm not sure when the movie that, which is a really underrated scene, was called The Perfect Son, mm-hmm. where he played like a villain. He played like a dick, like a psychopath. That was an intense film. Um, but yeah, my girl. So, folks, see these movies. You haven't seen them? Check them out. These are classics. You have kids watch them. these. Are basically all most of these are all family films. Yeah, anyone know? could watch these movies. There's nothing. And they that's... still they still hold up. We need movies like this. If maybe someone who works in the industry, you're hearing us. This is where you can make a lot of money. <laughs> make a movie that uh, uh, that's yeah. one and done. You don't need a super crazy right. budget. And. Uh, all these movies that we talked about, you make a lot of money just from the merchandise. Like, think of Jurassic Park, Terminator Oh, my God, two. the toys, the toys. You know, all the toys and the can, T-shirts and the lunchboxes exactly, alone. all these films. Even Apollo 13, people that yeah. start kids up by, like, a Lego yeah. know, thing, whatever. Who I mean, there's so much money to be made in I mean, these the, things. The, the Jurassic Park, just the amount of dinosaurs you could buy. and You can still buy toys from these movies. Yeah, it's just yeah. crazy. Mm-hmm. So much, man. So much, so much, so much. But that's a wrap. Um, but we're definitely going to revisit um, other 90s. Maybe not from the summer, just from the 90s. I know what we're going to do in the future. But uh, Well, it's our favorite decade, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, folks, thanks for listening. And if you're listening, guys, follow us um, on uh, you know Instagram and YouTube and comment. Guys, we need your comments. We want to yeah, know what like, you think of this. Yeah, like, comment, subscribe, but definitely interact with us. We, we really want you to... Yeah. Give us some comments. Yeah, let us know how, what you think of the show or what you want us, uh, what, you, what you would like to hear us talk about. Or tell us your favorite summer movie. Yeah, that'd be great. We want to hear back from you guys. And thanks for listening. And you guys know where to meet us at the same time, the same table. See you next week. Boys and girls, lunchtime is over. Please visit PJ and Mike's website, coolkidslunchtable.podbean.com for more information. Follow the boys on all social media apps. Just search Cool Kids Lunch Table Podcast. Now get to class before you get detention.